Welcome to Because You Need to Know. I am Edwin K. Morse, President and Founder of Pioneer Knowledge Services. This series is your digital resource of valuable conversations with nonprofit and knowledge management enthusiasts from across industries and from around the globe. Matthew Veal has 25 years in transformational leadership, team building, and innovation in the U.S. Department of Defense with a major focus in knowledge management and innovation. Matt has built sustainable CAM programs for Army commands at the four-star level in Belgium, Germany, Italy, Arizona, and Hawaii. His most recent challenge is rebuilding the AFRICOM KM program as the command knowledge manager. What's your closest airport to where you are now? So I'm actually uh, a lot closer to uh, the airport than I thought I'd be when I came to Wiesbaden because Wiesbaden's a relatively small town in Germany. I'm 12 minutes from uh, at my house from Frankfurt Airport and I'm about 15 minutes to work. So it's 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 really good spot to be in here in Germany. Very good. Even though the new paradigm doesn't require you to travel, it, <laughs> you are not. you are set when it's, you're ready to roll again. <laughs> it, I I am and it it is interesting there's uh changes afoot, let's put it that way. It, it I think it was it was always coming, but uh certainly uh this virus and and uh our reaction to it both uh, personally and organizationally has, has caused a bunch of stuff to shift yeah. in terms of telework was something that particularly the DOD did not do uh, very regularly, at least outside of uh, the Beltway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and certainly, you know, and now we've got some new technologies coming in. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, well, and that that's not even to speak of the virtual private network and access points and classifications and all that other stuff that goes with that domain. I guess recently you've been thrown into the pool to find the goodness in an organizational capacity called teams. It's interesting because, you know, I've, I've always kind of been, uh, uh, from a CAM perspective, I've always kind of been in the mode of pushing for uh, for new tools that can can help us definitely have not been one uh, and there are there are plenty out there for good reason who have shunned uh, the technology leg of km and uh, and some of that has to do with with you know in my background and in our last time you know I talked extensively about that where I came from army signal and and netops and really just come, came to km trying to improve the way we did business. So now you fast forward here 20 years later almost, and we've got a new tool that some of us have been clamoring for for a while, or at least something like it, um, that's been thrust very rapidly to us. Uh, you know, there's, it's always been a challenge trying to get through firewalls and the DOD restrictions. And, and this thing came at us the first 10, 15, 20,000 people got pushed into this thing in about 72 hours after notification. Um, and some of that had to do a lot with uh, risk assessment at the DOD CIO. And then, uh, and, and now, you know, here we are. Uh, did it kind of grease the skids already because it's a Microsoft product? It, I mean, it certainly did because, uh, I mean, it's no secret that a lot of the DOD is, is Microsoft based. Uh, it, I mean, we've just been that way. You get, you get wrapped into a technology. It's hard to get out. You get so many people and so much money at this scale. Certainly people want to reap the rewards of the investment. And, and so some of that was that. 
I think there's, you know, there's some, there's no secret there. There's a couple different things that have been coming down the pipe that have been decided, but are somewhere stuck in legal channels. Uh, one of them is Jedi, um, which is basically infrastructure as a service, Azure, essentially, uh, Microsoft Azure through their data centers. And then there's, there's Deos, which is this other movement that's coming that really is Office 365. Hmm. Uh, and get us off of a lot of our legacy on-premise uh, equipment. Servers, that's yeah. just mm-hmm. yeah, physical servers has cost us a ton of money. But yeah. with that, you know, fast forward into you know a very new world where uh, tools have, have kind of gone forward. We've stayed in you know really centered in file shares and email, and uh, particularly for leaders, VTCs. Yeah. in VTC rooms that are centered around PowerPoint briefing. So um, this is a, it's a brave new world for us. And, yeah. and, uh, and honestly, there's, there's a lot of goodness. In a nutshell, tell me, what are the three top challenges with such a rapid deployment of a new technology? It's interesting because now, you know, I'm, I'm kind of back in signal. I'm not, I'm not a KM guy anymore. Although, <laughs> I mean, it's that old adage, I think applies definitely to KM. You can take the KM guy out of KM, but, uh, you know, KM is still in us and, and it's something we've been preaching for years. KM is everybody's uh, business. And so it's hard to take off that hat and look at these challenges as a IT project manager, a, bran- a branch manager with a bunch of you know, IT project managers are working infrastructure projects all across this continent here without saying, hey, how, let me look at this from a KM perspective. And so that number one thing for me uh, has, has always been there. It's digital proficiency. And sure, sure. as individuals, yes, but, you know, you have to try and raise the entire organization to at least a minimum level of proficiency. Otherwise, you know, s- systems break down and, and, and you've got critical pieces who are you know, saying, hey, hold on, let me print this out and sign it and scan it and send it, you know, and these things that we, we get drug into, the best KM solutions uh, really do touch people, processes, and the tools, and they have to all kind of work in concert to be effective. Can you talk more about this digital proficiency? I think I know what you're saying, but can you go into detail? What does that mean? It involves a bunch of things. One of them is is that you know individuals and organizations embrace the change, and then two figure out how do these things work, you know. And then the other, you know, the other two that I didn't really get to, you know, really are our processes and the culture, you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah so you know, digital proficiency really involves kind of it touches all of those because you really need somebody saying, hey, here's the best way to use these things. Here's how we can yeah. modify certain processes and procedures that we do. And then, you know, ultimately, you're going to need uh, either people convincing other people yeah. through personal leadership or, you know, leaders in the, in the organization saying, we're going to this. Setting the standard and that, that's what we're doing. Absolutely. Right? So there's, a, there's an illusion here because there has to be somebody that can see through the mist and understand not only just the governance piece, right? Because you also have to have an outline of, in this type of process, we'll use Planner, you know, because now you're talking about other parts of Microsoft that falls into the bucket of Teams, right? Yes. It's like, oh my gosh, 
You know, so now you've taken a 3,000-piece puzzle, threw it out on the floor, and said, make the best out of that in 20 seconds. You know, it's like, well, there's not even any straight edges in this puzzle. What right. the hell? Where do I start? Right. And, you know? And so I, I will tell you from a CAM perspective, if I'm the CAM of this organization, I want to get in on this from the ground floor. And, and for, for a number of ways, because it's going to come – that piece of spaghetti is going to get thrown on your wall. I guarantee it. And it's going to stick. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of when SharePoint came about in, you know, around 2003 for us in, in the DOD. Of course, they've been around for like two years. We're 19 years into SharePoint. We still have people saying it's, it's kind of this new thing that we can't figure out. <laughs> but uh, we came to it with this idea that, hey, you know, this is a tool that can help us get around doing some of the things that we really don't do that well and, and improve them. And, and the unfortunate side effect of that was it was at a time when Cam was trying to show its value and, and people wanted a, some product they could feel. And so the things that we built in SharePoint and even just kind of being the cheerleader for SharePoint led us to be also the figure out how to be the administrator figure out how to procure a new version, figure out how to migrate. And so those, uh, those are huge challenges for CAM because like the other organizations that had success or parts of the organization that it, like IT, IT systems who had uh, successfully deflected that and said, oh no, give that to the CAM guys, mainly because they didn't have resources. It's not like we had resources either. And most KM shops back then were, we're single home, one person, right? Um, and and they're still understaffed. But if I'm KM, that's what I'm. I'm jumping on it right now. So a, I can head it off at the pass, and b, I can figure out what is the best way to use this tool. Mm -hmm. Heaven knows, people are figuring out rapidly how to get into some sort of routine with it. You know, the, the best orchestras play with the maestro up front directing the thing and and so if we don't and ideally everybody's on the same sheet music to begin with in that you know. that is absolutely <laughs> true that is absolutely true otherwise um, you know the music doesn't come out so pretty no, not, uh, so i mean that's kind of the story of of the digital age so far anyway i i don't no. care what you say it's just been that way and let uh, me let me put a bumper on this so we're we're getting close to time so what would be your in this predicament or opportunity, however you want to label it, what would be for someone else in an organizational situation that's just gotten the gee whiz bang stuff thrown on the table and said, here, use this. What is your best advice to an organization or an individual in this early stage of trying to figure out what's what? We're going to see something very similar to what a lot of us in the KM community have dealt with in the past. You look at the whole taxonomy versus folksonomy uh, a lot of people try to come up with some sort of hybrid solution to that. I think we're going to see something very similar to that. And and the old uh, lesson learned or rumor, I've never seen it actually applied, that I think uh, the best approach is this idea of you build a, a campus or something. Do you, do you lay down the sidewalks first and, and carefully plan those out and you put them out there and then you build, you know, you put the grass in and then a year later you've got all these paths interconnecting or do you say let people walk around for 
for a while. And then that's where they lay the concrete. And I think that's, uh, we're very much in that, in that ballpark here with, with these new tools coming in and, and telework and things that we're just not used to. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you've got a freedom that you never had before, an agency that is self-driven to some degree. And it, your analogy is spot on as far as I'm concerned, because my framework is that the IT guys or the information systems guys, gals, like to lay out the structure and make the people go where they should versus as a user experience type mentality, how does the user need to work with stuff first and then build the machine that matches the behavior? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you're you're in a mix right now because now you've got, you've got a little of both going on. We do, we do. And you know, and there's no doubt training needs to be there, but I I hope it's not something where people are just afraid to even use it Mm. or it's locked down so much. We can't use it pending training or, or, or some sort of governance. I think we really need to let people uh, play around with it, but we, we need some, some champions and some people to shepherd it. You know, my biggest, uh, it's not a fear, but um, the, the thing I'd like to see not happen is that it's kind of like the old adage of uh, get out of your comfort zone. Well, I've always kind of tried to put a slight different twist on that. It's not about getting outside your comfort zone. It's about expanding that comfort zone permanently. Yeah. I'd hate to see us miss the opportunity here where we get comfortable and we're, we're actually, I think the productivity has gone up. I think if the, our biggest concern right now is people getting burnt out because they're working too much. Mm-hmm. And so the tools and the telework together, I'd hate to see us go back to some, okay, that didn't work. We need to see people in the office, right. you know, yeah. eight by five. Right. And that we really focus some attention on how do we how do we find the right mix as we come out of this thing um, to leverage the tools and leverage uh, the new way we do business so that we can we can maintain some of that higher pr- uh, productivity and honestly I think a lot more people are are seeing opportunities for increased work life balance as well. Well, on that note, I want to thank you for your time and expertise sharing on this, and good luck with the expansion of the digital proficiencies. (laughs) Thanks, Edwin. We'll see you. Because You Need to Know is designed to bring people's experience and their knowledge forward to be shared. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I thank you for joining in to listen to another conversation brought to you as a public service of Pioneer Knowledge Services a nonprofit tax-exempt organization with a charitable knowledge management purpose. Find us online at pioneer-ks.org and add your voice to the conversation on Facebook.